The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, April 16th edition. And boy, oh boy, do we have a banger for you today. We have a 13-game slate to break it down tonight. we got a big one. Two-day games, not on the action because they start a half hour too early. FanDuel has them on the slate, though. So if you're playing FanDuel, lock is a half hour earlier than normal. So you have all 15 games, first full slate of the season. we got 13 on DraftKings. That's a lot to do. Before we get to that, the quantedge.com, everybody. I talk about them every day because I want to. And because it helps me out and it helps everybody else out. The more we helps me out, the more it helps everybody else out. Just trust me on that one. The more products I can put out for you guys and make it happen. Quantedge.com is a great, great daily fantasy sports website. They have awesome tools off optimizers, you name it, they got it. If they have, if you have ideas, if you're a member, they try to make it happen for you. They do everything they can. They have a member Discord chat. Great content. I write over there five to seven times a week. Plus, this podcast goes on Fantasy Sports Degens, my site, and their site for free for the entire season. So go check all that out, thequantedge.com. If you want to be an MLB DFS season pass member, $25 off using promo code Bubba. It'll be well, well worth it. Green screens all around. If you just want to try the quantedge.com out, they have NBA playoffs popping off right now. Try the monthly package, the all sports monthly package for the first month. You can get it for $19.99 using promo code Bubba. So if you want to try things out, baseball, basketball, a little bit of everything for the first month, $19.99 is all it takes. Promo code Bubba. If you just want to say, screw it, I trust Bubba, let's do it. If you like the podcast, you're going to like the other content, the other tools, get the MLB DFS season package, $25 off for the rest of the season. Promo code Bubba. Also, if you give a rating and review over on iTunes, that would help me a ton. I'd really, really appreciate it. It, it moves us up. The more ratings and reviews we have, it moves the podcast up the ladder so more and more people that might not know about it can find out about it and we can make this thing bigger and better than ever. And it's all because of you guys that I keep doing this. So I just want to say thank you for that because it's it's great hearing uh, the, the feedback, the thanks, the green screens, all that good stuff. And last but not least, go to the fantasysportsdgens.com. It's the website I've been running for four years now. The Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast dropped this morning for the RBC Heritage. Jesse and I talked quite a bit about Tiger Woods winning the Masters. Absolutely awesome, awesome stuff, but much, much more for your PGA DFS 
DraftKings needs to get you ready for this weekend's action. We'll have more golf coverage throughout the week. DFS Duncan with his weekly write-up. We'll have the PGA OAD picks and much, much more. Plus, go join us in the Fantasy Sports DJ Slack chat, which is free to anybody that wants to join. Just DM myself or at Fantasy DGens on Twitter. And it has all the sports. You name it, they have it. All the DGens are in there cracking it and going. Uh, big night there for MLB last night as well. So go check out all the great stuff. It's fun, fun, fun. But what you're here for is a 13-game MLB DFS Tuesday night slate. You know, say apologize to the wife now, the girlfriend. It, it's a big night. You're going to be looking at the phone. It's a busy one. So let's get the totals. Mets at the Phillies, total of nine. Giants, Nationals, eight. Orioles, Rays, eight. Cubs, Marlins, eight. D-backs, Braves, eight and a half. Cardinals, Brew Crew, nine. Blue Jays, Twins, nine. Waiting on Angels and Rangers. They're turning into a bit of a of a Wrigley deal here because that ballpark's so lively. They want to get the weather just right before they throw that big total down, which it'll be again tonight. You got Royals, White Sox, nine and a half. Rockies, Padres, seven and a half. Astros, A's, eight and a half. Reds, Doyers, eight and a half. Indians, Mariners, eight. So some healthy totals on this one. We have, I'm guessing that Rangers, uh, Angels total will be nine or higher. So you got five, at least five totals of nine or higher. You throw in some eight and a half. So you have at least eight of the 13 games or eight and a half or more. So we get to crack a lacking on some offense on this big boy slate. Let's get into that pitching. That's going to slow this offense down. No real aces on the slate. We've got a couple big boys. We've got Tyler Glass now. 10-6 at home against the Baltimore Orioles. Glass now has been pure filth. Dominating the Chicago White Sox this last time out. Dominating the San Francisco Giants. 27 and 37 DraftKings points. He gets the Baltimore Orioles team that just went into Patriots Day and beat down the Boston Red Sox. Yes, the Baltimore Orioles beat down the Boston Red Sox. We can't expect that every day, though. You really, really can't. It's just not the way it works. But you look at Tyler Glass now facing an, uh, a Red Sox or uh, an Orioles team that strikes out 21% of the time versus right-handed pitching. He's a minus 260 favorite. Glass now 30% K rate, 50% ground ball rate. Got to walk the, watch the walks, though. 10.5% walk rate, less than ideal. You look at the Orioles, a 2.71 team total, lowest on the slate. Lefty's 287, righty's 305. If you want to go Glass now, no problem with that at all. But you're going to want some bats on this slate. And we have some mid-tier pitchers that you can kind of mix and match. I'm not saying Glass now is a much play, but he's in a good spot in cash games. You can definitely look there. Or you look to the other guy in the 10K range, the 10-3 range, Steven Strasburg, who has struggled. You know, got beat down at Philadelphia. But that's the Phillies this year. That's going to happen a lot to even good pitchers. So you got to kind of grain of salt that one. Faced the Mets twice prior before that, 34.6, 16.1. And he gets my lowly San Francisco Giants. Yep, yep. This is going to be a grave night. I'm, I'm, it's, it's going to be sad. But it's going to be great watching Steven Strasburg shut them down. They strike out 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching. He's got a 28.5% K rate, 45% ground ball rate. They have the second lowest team total at 3.3. Lefty's 302. Righty's 305. I got Strasburg 1. I got Glass now 2 if you're going all the way up. But uh, that's more because the Giants are that bad at baseball. And Baltimore actually has a little bit of pop in their lineup where the Giants... No, they, they, have, they have farts that pop louder than most of their offense. So... Um, Strasburg, then Glass now for me. Dropping down below the 9K range, we're going to skip some guys. We're going to call him the Q. 8800 bucks at home or on the road against the Oakland Athletics. McHugh's been very, very good this year in three starts so far. 28.5, 20, 22.9. Giving up two earned runs or less. Uh, he's gone six innings in two of those three, and he's got nine Ks in two of those threes. So he's got some big-time upside. He faced the A's earlier this year. Six innings, three hits, one earned. Uh, six or four Ks for 20 DraftKings points. 
Throw in a few more Ks there. We're talking 25-plus points. He's been super, super consistent. Uh, the Aces don't strike out a ton. 19% K rate. Uh, Q, 33% K rate was, was an outstanding, outstanding stuff. It gives up a lot of fly balls, though, but he'll be in Oco Coliseum tonight, and that'll help him a lot. So I think McHugh is a very, very good play on the slate. The A's a 3.9 team total. It's about sixth lowest. Uh, lefty's 314, righty's 224. So I, I like McHugh quite a bit. Uh, the lefty power is kind of out of that A's lineup with Nomad Olsen. Most of it comes from the Chapmans, the Piscottis, the Crush Davises of the world on the right side of the plate. You know, there's an occasional lefty. You got Profar. You got Kendrick Morales, who just can't find his way out of a wet paper bag since going to Oakland. He's super cheap tonight, so GPP, you can go there. But I think McHugh at 8800 bucks is a great play. If you don't want to pay up, you can start with McHugh in cash and GPPs and have similar upside to the Strasburgs and the Glassnells on this slate. So I like Colin McHugh quite a bit. Uh, you got John Gray, $8,700 on the road at San Diego, and that's the key on the road. He's had two road starts this year at the Giants and at the Marlins. Two pretty bad offenses. He's got 20 and 25 DraftKings points. His one home start, he got beat up by the Dullers. So, yes, Colin, or John Gray at San Diego is definitely appealing on this slate. San Diego's a demon strikes out over 25% of the time to go with uh, Gray's 25% K rate, 48% ground ball rate. The Padres team totals four on the dot. Lefty's 334, righty's 284. So, John Gray is one of those if you want to make a pivot in that mid-range at 8,700. Does have some upside in that matchup, indeed. Slide on down some more. You got Bieber. If you got Bieber fever, he's $8,600 at the Seattle Mariners. Very, very good offense. Very, very good offense that Trevor Bauer just kept proving why he might be one of the top pitchers in all of baseball last night. When we got aces getting shelled all over the place like it's Game of Thrones. Um, he's out there just getting it done. He's had back-to-back starts. His only two starts of the year. He's got six innings or more. Uh, six Ks or more in both starts. He's got 25 or more drafting points. That was at Detroit and at home against Toronto. So not world beaters by any means. And he's facing, again, a Seattle team that's very, very good offensively. They're crushing baseballs right now. But they also strike out almost 24% of the time with right-handed pitching. So that favors Bieber's 25% K rate and 46% ground ball rate. Lots to like in that one. Seattle's got a, basically a four-team total just like San Diego. Lefty's 357, righty's 275. Seattle's offense, much better than San Diego's if you need to differentiate at all. But uh, in a GPP, i got no problem rolling Bieber out there and, and seeing where that takes me on a little late-night hammer action on the Northwest. And last but not least in this 8K range, you got Jose Quintana, 8400 bucks. This is kind of what I was talking about. If you don't want to pay up, we got this slew of 8K pitchers. You can mix and match if, if you're a multi-entry guy, or I'll narrow it down for you if you're more of a single to three-entry guy. But there's a lot to like here in this range. And Quintana's a guy I've been talking about for a while. He... Uh, you know, he came out of the bullpen behind Darvish's first start in Texas. Still got you 20 DraftKings points. He got beat up at Milwaukee. And that's going to happen a lot this year. Kind of like I said with Strasburg and Philadelphia. If people haven't paid attention in the last year and a half now, Milwaukee's pretty damn good. Trip, uh, Mr. Christian Yelp triple-donged last night. Uh, Moose went deep. Uh, it was a beautiful thing. So they're going to hit a lot of home runs and do a lot of damage to a lot of pitchers. But then he goes back into Pittsburgh. He shakes it off. Seven shutout innings with 11 Ks. 38.8 DraftKings points. I mentioned how he's... He's improved his pitch mix a little bit. His, his spring training number showed his velos back up. Quintana's very, very, very much getting closer to that guy we once knew. 8400 bucks at the Miami Marlins. This is a very, very intriguing play as, as Miami strikes out 30.6% of the time versus left-handed pitching. That is ridiculous. Like You have to target that type of disaster. Quintana's 23% K rate, 44% ground ball rate limits the hard contact. It's a great spot for Jose Quintana. 
The Marlins have a 3.8 team total, fifth lowest on the slate. Lefties 290, righties 332, and yes, they have some righties. Starling Castro, Brian Anderson, Austin Dean's up now. There's a couple of guys. Like, I respect the, the niche factor of the Marlins. If you want to get really weird on a 13-game slate, they're there. At the same time, Quintana at 8400 bucks against a Miami Marlins team is oh so juicy. Oh so juicy. So if you look at this 8K range, I got McHugh 1, I got Quintana 2, I got Gray 3, and Bieber 4. All great plays. Um, if you almost want to go GPP, you can reverse that. Go Bieber 1, Gray 2, Quintana 3, uh, McHugh uh, 4. I think McHugh is just far and away the best out of the 4 period. So GPP and cash, I just roll with him. And then mix and match these other guys. They all have upsides in different ways. You can match one of these four guys up with one of the 10K guys. Or you could punt. Or you could add, use one of them with the punts we're going to mention down below. But there's a lot of ways to go about it on this 13-game slate in that 8K range. Which means you don't have to pay up. And you can have some extra cash for bats. Which is tremendous on a slate this size with offense the way it is in baseball. Let's get down to your punts. Mike Miner, $7,000. At home against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Uh, yes, it's a scary place to pitch, but he pitched at home. Uh, the Cubs got beat up, but then Houston, 29.6 DraftKings points, seven shutout innings and seven Ks. His last start against Arizona in Arizona, seven innings, two earned, five Ks for 17.6. We were all over him in that game. At $7,000, he has a pretty good upside. Yes, the Angels got Trout back. Yes, they can hit the baseball from time to time, but they're also not world beaters. They struggled against Shelby Miller, for crying out loud, last night. They got a little bit there, and then the bullpen kind of shut him down. Uh, they, they don't strike out a ton, though. 17% K rate versus lefties. Miner gives up a lot of hard contact, a 20.6% K rate for Miner. It's less than ideal, obviously. We're waiting for the team totals. But uh, lefties 291, righties 325 versus Miner. And the Angels only have a 247 Woba and a 104 ice, so they're dreadful versus left-handed pitching. It's really weird. They don't strike out a lot versus them, so they make a lot of contact versus lefties. But it's bad contact. Like, it's not worth a damn. So it's kind of what's going to give. Because Miner gives up a lot of hard contact. The Angels don't really have any good contact versus lefties. Rubber meets the road. But for 7K, if you want to save some cash, he'll be super, super low owned Because people aren't going to want to. You know, Texas is turning into what, what Arizona used to be, our Coors Light. Texas is that now. So a lot of people are going to avoid pitching there. Mike Miner at 7K and a GPP. I'm all about it. Kyle Gibson at 6400 bucks. At home against Toronto, I'm all about this. He's he's off to a rocky start. He's only on four and two thirds in both starts. He's got a little bit of a walk thing. We got six Ks last time against the Mets. He got you 11.1 points, not ideal, but we know what Kyle Gibson is, and we know what the upside is. We battle this every year with Kyle Gibson, and he pays off for us more than he doesn't. Like he's there's a lot of starts he makes, and you just scratch your head. And you're like, God damn it! But you know what? With the way pitching is right now, 11 freaking points would be pretty darn good. And the thing with, with this matchup against Toronto, we saw Martin Perez deal. Great punt yesterday. Uh, Kyle Gibson faces this Toronto team that strikes out 29.5% of the time versus right-handed pitching. This is what you're looking to target with a punt. Because a punt, you expect to get hit around a little bit. You expect them to give up a couple runs. If they shut them down, you are on cloud freaking nine. But you're expecting things to get sh- to, to give up a few runs, some hits, get you five or six innings. You're not looking for you know the stuff you're paying up for when you pay up in pitching. But when you get the strikeout upside, it washes away those three to four runs. So a 29.5% K rate, you got Gibson with an over 21% K rate, a 50.5% ground ball rate. There's a lot to like here with Kyle Gibson in this matchup against the Toronto Blue Jays. A Blue Jays team with only a 4.1 team total, literally right around the halfway point in team totals on the slate, maybe a little lower. Lefty's 337, righty's 304. They have a 284 Woba. 
versus right-handed pitching. So it's not ideal. The offense struggles. They'll run into some. You know, Justin Smoke's back. He can run into them. Rowdy Telez can get you some. You got Gritchick and T. Oscar. But it's not world beaters, and it's a lot of swing and misses. Like, if if Smoke goes one for four, the two-run homer strikes out three times, well, booyah. Like, these are the kind of things you're looking for here. So Gibson at 64 in play. And the last one I'll mention is Jorge Lopez at 6200 bucks against the Chicago White Sox. If you want to go super YOLO punch, you can go there. Uh, it's not the biggest deal, but you know Chicago 26.6% K rate. Lopez, big-time ground ball rate. Uh, gives up a ton of hard contact, though. And lefty's 343, righty's 355. I'd probably go Gibson, but I want to throw Lopez out there if you want to go super, super YOLO punt style in this matchup. So when it comes to punting, I got Gibson 1, minor 2, Lopez 3. Recapping your pitching on this 13-game mega slate. Up top, Strasburg 1, Glass now 2. In the 8K range, I got McHugh, Quintana, Gray, Bieber. Down below, Gibson, Minor, Jorge Lopez. All right, we've done the pitch, and let's get to the bats on this 15-game. I'll try to keep it as simple as possible. Again, if you're a TQE member, ask me any questions you want in the member Discord. If you're on the fantasy sports DJ side of it, hit me up in the Slack chat because there's a ton of names here. I'm guaranteed to miss some. So I'll, I'll try to get it to you the best I can. we got guys like Osmani Grandal and GPP versus Jack Flaherty. 4300 bucks. Don't mind it at all. But look at guys like Williams, Astadio, and Mitch Garver for the Twins if you're paying up at catcher. Astadio, 42. Garver, 41. Going up against Aaron Sanchez, the guy we know has got a little bit of reverse splits in his time. Minnesota's got a 4.9 team total. Currently second highest on the slate. And we're still waiting on that Angels-Texas, but currently second highest. Lefty's 357, righty's 354 versus Aaron Sanchez. And when you look at a guy like Aaron Sanchez, uh, big-time ground ball guy, but gives up a lot of hard contact. So you can get a little weird there with Astadio or Mitch Garver. Uh, when you drop down a little farther, like a Yachty Molina versus Brandon Woodruff, who's giving up so many home runs. It's insane what he's doing. He's got amazing strikeout stuff, but so many home runs. Uh, so someone to keep an eye on there is, is Yachty A hitting like fifth, fifth or sixth in that Cardinals lineup at 37. Uh, Omar Navarez, if you're fading Bieber at 37 in the cash game, you can go there. Uh, see who's, who's, who's catching for Washington if it's Jan Gomes or Suzuki. Both really good plays there versus uh, Mr. Contact Derek Rodriguez. A GPP type play I like is Ronnie Trinos, 3600 bucks. Yes, it's Oco Coliseum, so the ball does not fly you know as much as you'd like. Uh, Houston, 4.62 team total. But he's thanking Marco Estrada, who has major reverse splits. Lefty's 291. Righty's 361. So you can definitely pick on that. And when you look at Estrada, we know he's a uh, a pretty good fly ball pitcher uh, in his career. So, yeah, he's only got a 23.6% ground ball rate right now. So lots of fly balls, lots of hard contacts, especially to right-handed hitters. So Ronnie Torino's at 36. Could be a cheaper one you could look at. Uh, James McCann, if he's catching for the White Sox at 35 versus Ronaldo Lopez. Another guy to, to take a peek at at the $3,500 range. And then you know, like Johnny Lucroy against Mike Miner at 34, or uh, Smith if he catches Kevin Smith at 33 for the Angels if you're fading Miner. Um, if Martin or Michael Perez gets to start for Tampa Bay or Mike Zunino, either one versus Dylan Bundy at 32, those guys are in play for you as well. And then I'll, I'll skip a few more and just go to my punt right now as Martin Maldonado versus uh, uh, Ronaldo Lopez at 2,900 bucks. It's just if you're just going to punt in cash and save the money. 2900 bucks for Maldonado versus Ronaldo Lopez is a solid, solid look. First base, Bellinger likely out, I'm imagining. He got hit in the knee. He ran the bases, then he limped off the field. He did not return. 
So that sucks. Hopefully it's not serious, but keep an eye on that. But like Pete Alonso versus Nick Pavetta, who's been a disaster in Citizens Bank Park tonight at 4900 bucks. Take a look at him. Uh, Goldie went deep yesterday. He's got four home runs on the year in Milwaukee now. Um, I believe it's four. Gets Woodruff at 48, so I'm going to definitely take a look at it. In that matchup, uh, sliding on down like an Anthony Rizzo versus Pablo Lopez at 44 is intriguing. Um, Jose Abreu versus Jorge Lopez at 43. Someone to take a look at. Justin Smoke versus Kyle Gibson at 42. Or Carlos Santana versus Mike Leake. Someone as well. Santana's been swinging a pretty good stick. Someone to take a peek at there. Uh, Joey Votto's been quiet, but 4K versus Kenta Maeda is intriguing. But then you get to guys like our boys. Hunter Dozer, big, big game batting cleanup yesterday. When I saw he was batting cleanup, I moved him around. He's first base outfit eligible at 39. And you got Ryan O'Hearn at 39 versus Ronaldo Lopez. Two very, very good looks in that one. Uh, CJ Crone's heating up a little bit. We mentioned how Aaron Sanchez gives it up to lefties and righties. Crone's 3900 bucks. He uh, went deep yesterday and the game before. So back-to-back home runs. Uh, he's slowly getting it going. So keep an eye on CJ Crone at 39 in your GPPs. Other than that, you got Yandy Diaz versus Dylan Bundy at 30. at some nice savings. First base, third base eligible. Uh, Rowdy Telez at 38 if you are fading Kyle Gibson. So you got some savings here at first base. If you choose to go down here, you got like G-Man Choi at 36 versus Dylan Bundy. That's a nice little GPP punt because, you know, Choi might not, you know, light the world on fire, but he's got some big-time power against a guy like Dylan Bundy at 36. is something you can take a peek at in that matchup. Second base, yeah, Whit Merrifield at 5K versus uh, Ronaldo Lopez. That's a really solid look. So is Jose Altuve at 4800 bucks. Altuve is just absolutely in fuego right now. He's averaging 14.5 over his last 10 games, hitting 444 with six Jimmy Jacks uh, and uh, 12 RBIs, playing really, really well in a great spot there against Marco Estrada. Sliding on down, you got like Brandon Lau against Bundy at 44, who's in the middle of that Tampa Bay lineup. He should be in play for you. Jonathan Scope versus Aaron Sanchez at 41 in the GPP and his power upside. Uh, you got Alzi Albies, who loves his lefty. Robbie Ray is a very, very good lefty. Um, Albies is 4K, and when you look at Robbie Ray, uh, lefty's only hit 223, righty's 327. So it's kind of a who's rubber meets the road. We know Albies loves hitting his lefties, and he's, he's obviously a switch hitter, so he's going to hit righty versus Ray. But Ray's sneaky good, so 4K for Albies could be a nice GPP type play. Yeah, Mustakis, who I loved yesterday, he went deep. He's 4K versus Flaherty. 23 more DraftKings points last night. He's been 23 0, 21 in his last three. Flaherty's a damn good pitcher. There's no sugarcoat in that. This Milwaukee offense is fierce. They have a 4.7 team total against Flaherty. So I don't hate them completely in that matchup. Keep an eye on Moose. Sliding on down a little farther. They got Chad Pender is always GPP relevant. But I really like Colin McHugh. Jason Kipnis returned last night. He's 3800 bucks. He went one for three with an RBI and a walk. Seven DraftKings points. He's some savings there versus Mike Leak if he's so inclined. Another guy is Danny Santana. He's up for Rudin Odor. Had a big, big first game. Two for five, two runs, two stolen bases, 20 DraftKings points. It's actually his second game. The game before he had 14. So we've got 14 and 15, or 14 and 20 in back to back games since the call up. He's only 3800 bucks. He's second base outfit eligible versus Jaime Maria, making the spot start for Matt Harvey in a great hitter's environment. So don't sleep on Danny Santana in that matchup. Sliding on down some more. You got the likes like Robbie Cano's only 37 versus Pavetta. Don't hate that in a GPP type play. Uh, Benny Zobers, 36 if he's leading off. Uh, David Fletcher, if you're stacking the Angels, especially a wraparound stack at 36, don't hate that either. So some good options there below 4K if you're so inclined. And again, like I mentioned yesterday, he bats ninth. He's not sexy at all. 
His price is still it, it jumped three hundred bucks. He's thirty two hundred bucks. Yomer Sanchez got you seven more points. He's gone seven, ten, zero, five, and five. So five or more in four of his last five. He's not sexy, but thirty two hundred bucks. If you want to save some money, especially in a cash game, I don't hate it, especially in a matchup where the White Sox should score some runs. Third base, you got Rendon at fifty four in a great spot versus Derek Rodriguez. Rendon is just such a pure pure hitter. Uh, Washington four point seven five team total. Lefty's three hundred nine. Righty's two eighty five versus D Rod. But uh, Rendon's not your average righty, so don't hate that at 54. Or you can look at Yohan Moncada for 600 less at 48 versus Lopez. Really great spot in that one. You got Nolan Arenado for everybody that was worried about him. As Aaron Rodgers once said, relax. He's gone deep in back-to-back games. He's got 14 or more DraftKings points, in, or 13 or more DraftKings points in three of his last four. Going up against the lefty Nick Margivigus, uh, 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 Scott Bogman on Vince Bubba episode 162 told me a different way to pronounce that, so I'm not exactly sure what it is. So, yes, Arenado makes for a very solid look at 4,500. Matt Carpenter got robbed of a home run last night. We almost got the $3,800 dong. Now he's up to 44 versus uh, Brandon Woodruff, and I still don't hate that at all. <clears throat> so, Carp is in play at 44, but ideally 38 would have been so much nicer. But you got Jeff McNeil at 43. If he's in the top of the Mets order versus Pavetta or you're stacking, he's in play. Zerubo Cabrera went deep yesterday. Another great spot versus Berea, 4300 bucks. It's all about finding the proper value with the biggest upside, and Cabrera brings that once in a while, so don't hate it. Jose Ramirez found his first deep shot yesterday. Went to Ding Dong City. Uh, 30 DraftKings points. Uh, looking for him to keep it going here against Mike Leak in this matchup, so keep an eye on him at, at 4200 bucks. Enjoy him while he's cheap. Sliding on down even farther in the 4K range. Their base is loaded. J.D. Davis makes for an interesting GPP play at 4100 bucks versus Nick Pavetta. Um, he's averaging 7.6 DraftKings points his last 10. He's gone deep three times in his last 10 games. Uh, you got Nick Pavetta, who's just been dog wash so far this season. You got the Mets with a team total of 4.33. Lefties 341, righties 284 versus Pavetta. But J.D. Davis in that power. GPP relevant at 4100 Again, Mustakas at 4K is in play for you. Um, but you drop down Yandy Diaz at 38. Talked about him. Brian Anderson, if you're fading Quintana at 37, is worth a look. Other than that, nothing really you know jumping out unless you're going super crazy stacks like Johan Camargo versus Ray or Travis Shaw, who can't hit the broadside of a barn right now at 36. Jerkson Profar versus McHugh at 36. I'm not really going there, though, because I do like better options. Shortstop, you got Edelbert, the Mondesi at 51, Elvis Anderson at 49. Both really, really good plays. If you want to save some cash, so you got Tim Anderson at 47, who just continues to crush baseballs and steal bags. 15 more DraftKings points last night. He's averaging 14.5 his last 10. Four stolen bases, three home runs in that span. You got Paul DeYoung at 46. He went deep yesterday. He's averaging 12 points in his last 10 games. He has six doubles, a triple, two home runs, and a stolen base in his last 10 games. Playing really well hitting. Hitting a whopping 359 over that stretch. He's 4600 bucks. hitting in the middle of that Cardinals order against Woodruff. I don't mind that at all. It's one of my top shortstop plays actually on this slate. You save 100 bucks, go to Carlos Correa, who just keeps keeps getting it done, averaging 9.2 in his last 10. Just consistently a really good catch game play at 45 for Correa. You got Trevor Story at 45, starting to wake up a bit as well, just like Arenado, so he's facing a lefty at 45. Shortstop is loaded. It's been loaded every game this year. It's kind of more of a... Are you stacking or do you want to be contrarian one-off looking at ownership and stuff like that? Quantage has that ownership if you're looking that direction. Freddie Galvis at 44. That's more of a if you're stacking Toronto thing. Uh, same with Jorge Polanco at 43 for the Twins. Or if you want to save some cash, I don't mind Polanco at all. Even as a one-off at 4,300. 
Going down to Corey Seager at 42. He's definitely in play versus Tyler Molle. The Dodgers have a 4.82 team total, currently third highest on the slate. And lefties hit 376 off Tyler Molle. So Corey Seager could be a nice lower own option for you there. If you slide on down farther, they got like Tim Beckham versus Bieber at 4K. If you're fading Bieber, Andrelton Simmons is struggling a ton. He's 37 versus Minor. If you are looking to save some cash, though, Willie Adamas at 3,600 versus Bundy is outstanding. He's been batting ninth a lot, but it's a good wraparound stack with the red-hot Austin Meadows. He's averaging nine DraftKings points in his last 10. He's hitting 342, three doubles and a home run in his last 10 games. 5-7, over his last, like, six. So Willie Adamas at 3600 bucks is some really nice savings with some tremendous upside in that matchup versus Dylan Bundy. Outfield. Trout's back. He's DHing, 5,700. You got Yellick off a triple dong game at 54. Both great plays. But like Austin Meadows at 5K, AL player of the week last week. Really good spot for him. You got Whit Merrifield again, crushed Davis. Mitch Hanniger versus Bieber's intriguing at 49. So is Ronald Acuna. But uh, Austin Meadows up top is the one I'm really looking at there outside of obviously Trout and Yellick. Sliding on down like a Michael Conforto versus Pavetta at 48. Super, super nice. Jock Jams. With the walk-off last night, he's 48 versus Molly, and he's in a great spot yet again. Average of 9.4 his last 10, 23, 16, 0, 16, 10, and 17 in five of his last six games. Crushing baseballs, great spot versus Molly. So Jock Jams at 48 is a really, really good play on tonight's slate. I mentioned him all the time for his GPP upside, but Joey Gallo did it yesterday as he went deep for 26 DraftKings points. He's 4,800 bucks for his Barria. He had three or four zeros before that 26. That's Joey Gallo to a freaking team. Marcelo Zuna, I've told you also, he's been crushing baseballs. He went, he took uh, Hader deep in the ninth last night. 21 DraftKings points, 21, 32, 5, 32, 31 in his last four. He throwing a 16 and a couple 16s prior to that. He's really hitting the ball well. He's 4,700 bucks versus Woodruff. He's about a lot of loud contact. So Zuna, very, very good play on tonight's slate. Juan Soto versus... D-Rod at 47, not bad. Same with uh, Alex Gordon at 46 versus Ronaldo Lopez. Both solid looks in their matchups. If you're stacking Tampa, Tommy Pham at 45 is a great play versus Dylan Bundy. like that quite a bit. Uh, we're looking at the Twins. Eddie Rosario at 45 is really heating up. Gets Aaron Sanchez. Nice look for him there. Nelly Cruz, good for a GPP in that stack as well. Uh, Jason Hayward at 44 is in play. George Springer at 44 as well. Swinging a pretty good stick. More cash game than GPP. Uh, sliding on down, got Grichik in a GPP. I don't hate it. Victor Robles at 43 versus Derek Rodriguez. Very, very nice. Uh, Sinchu Chu, if you're stacking Texas at 43, is a really good look there versus Berea. Or even in cash games, it's a nice uh, nice cheaper tag to get some nice cash game upside there with Sinchu Chu. Uh, Jorge Soler and Lurie Garcia versus uh, Lopez. Is, they're Lopez. Lurie versus Jorge. Jorge, uh, Jorge Soler versus Ronaldo Lopez at 42, both in play for you. If you want to save some cash down from Eddie Rosario, Max Kepler's been on fire as well. He's 4,200. So go take a look at that one. As you slide around some more, you got no, no more Mazzara in a GPP. Eloy Jimenez in a GPP at 42 and 41, respectively, in some very good matchups. Brandon Nemo, I like quite a bit at 41. I kept telling you guys, enjoy his cheap price while you can. He went deep again yesterday. He's averaging 10.8 DraftKings points in his last 10 games. He's hitting 324 with three doubles and three home runs. He had 22 points last night. He's really getting it going, folks. He's 4100 bucks for Nick Pavetta. Really good spot there for Brandon Nimmo. Alex Verdugo, good chance he uh, gets to start today with Bellinger being hurt. He came in for him. He went 0-for-1 with a walk yesterday, but the day before that went deep for 21 DraftKings points. 
Good little hitter there at 4,100 versus Tyler Molle, again, who gets smoked by lefties. So that's a nice, cheaper option as well. Uh, other than that, like Leonis Martin at 4K is interesting. Uh, Avisil Garcia, if he's in the middle of the Tampa Bay lineup in a GPP versus Bundy at 39, I don't hate that. Mentioned Hunter Dozier already at 39. I like that quite a bit for Kansas City. Sliding on down, though, you got your usual Fran Mill Rays. He went deep yesterday. He's always GPP relevant. He's kind of like a cheaper Joey Gallo. Lots of strikeouts, lots of power if you want to get weird. Uh, Jesse Winker versus Kenta Maeda at 38. Don't hate that as a cheaper play. Mentioned Danny Santana already for Texas. He's second base outfit eligible. Filling in for Ruggio Dor at 38. Nice value in that one versus Jaime Berea. So I don't hate that. He should be popular tonight. But you don't have to fade all the chalk. Just remember that. You don't have to fade it all. You got Benny Zobris at 36. Um, you know, Kevin Pilar's hot. He's facing Strasburg. Robbie Grossman. Shebler. You get this kind of slew of... Interesting stuff in the middle of the 3K range. These are the these are the guys to ask about in the Slack chat or the Discord chat. That's where it'll pay off in spades for you in that one. Let's recap the pitching real quick up top. I got uh, Strauss and then Glass now. Those would be my one two up top in the middle. I got McHugh, Quintana, Gray, and Bieber, and then down below it's Gibson, Miner, and Lopez. When you're looking to stack, you got Tampa Bay versus Dylan Bundy. That is an outstanding stack. They are the top total on the slate. Waiting for Angels in Texas, of course. And Texas against Barria is outstanding. So Texas, Tampa, get it in. I like some Minnesota against Aaron Sanchez. Weather-wise, it looks like there's no rain on the forecast. Winds are kind of minimal at the moment. So it's pretty fair around baseball. The Dodgers versus Tyler Molle, especially the lefties. Uh, you got the White Sox versus Jorge Lopez in a great, great spot. The Nats will probably get overlooked for Derek Rodriguez. Not running to play that, but he's there. The Royals versus Ronaldo Lopez is outstanding. Um, don't sleep on the Cardinals versus Brandon Woodruff. Milwaukee's a good GPP one versus Jack Flaherty. So on and so forth. You got Houston. It's a 13-game slate. There are so, so many options to, to target out here. But yeah, Tampa's outstanding. They get overlooked all the time. Minnesota, lots to do there. Again, ask questions in the chats, and we will help you build it up. So some good stuff there in the first looks. Let's get your BVP and get you on your way here. Um, you got Buster Posey, 9 for 22, two doubles versus Steven Strasburg. Um, Cesar, no, 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 no. Kevin Kiermeyer, 4 for 9 with two homers off of Bundy. Um, you think of a slate this time, we get some good GPP. Low Kane, 5 for 12 versus Flaherty. Braun, 4 for 7, two homers. Uh, DeYoung's taking Woodruff deep in a short sample. Uh, Chu's 5 for 13, two doubles versus Barria. Cozart, 4 for 12 with a triple and two homers off a of minor. Trout, Lucroy, Fletcher, Pulholz, and uh, Peter Burgos have all taken minor deep. Small samples, but all taken them deep. Uh, Jorge Soler, 4 for 5, two doubles off Ronaldo Lopez. Ryan O'Hearn, Whit Merrifield, and Gordon have all taken Ronaldo Lopez deep. Hunter Renfro, 2 for 3, two homers off of Gray. Machado and Will Myers to take John Gray deep. Marcus Simeon, 11 for 29, four doubles and a homer off McHugh. Uh, Josh Reddick, 4 for 9, 2 homers off Estrada. Tyler White and Michael Brantley have taken Estrada deep. Joey Votto, 2 for 5 with a homer off Maeda. Henley Ramirez, 6 for 12 with a double and a homer off of Leak. Jose Ramirez has taken Leak deep as well. But really no major Jeep, uh, BVPs to look at on this slate. So that'll do it for you. Surprise, we got it in this quick. 13-game slate. Monster. Monster slate. Again, go check out the Quantage.com. Promo code Bubba gets you $25 off the MLB Season Pass or your first month of the All Sports Pack for $19.99, promo code Bubba. Check us out at fantasysportsdegens.com, at fantasydegens on Twitter, and the Fantasy Degens Slack chat for all your 
your DFS and fantasy and just sports overall need. We have a lot of great stuff going on there. Francesco's got your UEFA leg two quarterfinal action, four minute podcast to preview it for you. Really good stuff. Go give that a listen. Plus much, much more golf, baseball, hockey, basketball, NASCAR. It's all happening over there. Radio and review on iTunes would really, really appreciate it. I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. Let's wrap this bad boy up. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, April 16th edition, 13-game mega slate. I'm out. Yeah.